Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Welcome back, everyone, to the Remote Pathways podcast. We are so glad you've joined us once again. And today, we have another fabulous surprise for you. We've brought back our guest, Kristen Winklebeck. Jen, tell us more about our remote road trip today. I've got a bit of a lag on my end today. So (laughs) coming in feeling really remote on this, this episode of the Remote Pathways podcast. But we've got Kristen Winklebeck back with us. Last time, Michelle got to introduce her, but I'll zoom into a really important point, which Kristen is not only the executive director of Social Venture Partners in Charlotte, but she's also the creator and founder of Pivot Point Professionals, LLC, a boutique coaching and consulting firm focused on helping professionals, executives, and entrepreneurs make changes in their career and businesses to align their purpose and performance with their priorities. So you've met Kristen before, and welcome back, Kristen. Today, we get to talk about your personal pivot. You took a sabbatical year, really a remote sabbatical year. We'd love to learn more about what that experience was like. And also, I'm hoping today we're going to touch on this whole notion of pivot. Because if I think of 2020, you know, like every year has its own theme. This has been the year of the pivot. And when I met you two years ago, you were like, my company is called Pivot Point Professionals. I'm like, that is cool. So tell us, you know, pivot, pivot point professionals, like what's important for us to think about as we continue to move through a very interesting year in a remote space? Well, thank you again for having me back. It it was a word that as I was navigating and and quite frankly, prayerfully discerning what my next move was going to be, this word pivot just kept coming to my heart, to my mind. And it just felt like the only word to really describe a major change in direction. And that's really what I was in the process of doing. And and, and it started a few years ago. I mean, it started back in 2016 for me where there was a restlessness about the, the career corporate path I was on. It was very successful and I enjoyed it immensely, but I just had this restlessness about me. And so after pursuing a few different things and really quite honestly doing a lot of prayerful contemplation and some personal retreats, I decided that my next right move was to take a sabbatical. And that was a really unorthodox decision at the time. Um, I'm from the Midwest, pretty blue collar, hardworking kind of place. And we work, we don't quit. Um, But I just felt like there was a piece in 
piece of me that couldn't discern what was next because things were too loud and I was moving at such a speed that I couldn't slow down. So for me, a pivot was really about not just blow with the wind, but a really intentional choice to redirect myself. And so I did. I was very fortunate and blessed to be able to step out of the workforce for over a year and discern what my next pivot would be. Love that. Totally walking your talk of like not only leading a business that helped others to to really look at their pivot, but while you were pivoting. So I know, Michelle, you've known Kristen a little longer than I have. What are what are you hearing in this conversation today? Yeah, so such wisdom, right? I just want to tap into her heart and just glean all that wisdom. So, um, you know, in the season that everybody's been in, in 2020, I love what you said about the pivot, how you describe that. And I'm considering that whether that pivot is brought upon you or you step out, you can still make it intentional. And it sounds like you did that contemplation and that personal retreat time. What happened there for you to transition, to kind of flip the pivot to work for you, not against you? Boy, I'm you're 100% right when you say thrust upon you or you choose it because I've had certain pivots in my life that were thrust upon me. In in the recession, the very front end of the recession in 2008, I was laid off. So that, that pivot was thrust upon me then. So I think that's probably why when I think about the word, whether it happens to you or whether you make it happen, I think the the message I would want people to take away from is you still get, you still control your reaction. You still control how you decide to take the next step forward. And so I think that was part of also, as I was naming my business, I do work with entrepreneurs and executives and professionals that have been forced. You know, they've, they've been laid off. They've been furloughed. I've worked with, um, middle-aged, mid-career professionals who were stay-at-home parents that due to a personal situation were thrust back into the workforce after 20 or 25 years of not working professionally. So I think it's really about just how do you evaluate your priorities? How do you align your personal values and what you really believe you were called to do and what your strengths are? And how do you come up with a plan or a course of action not so regimented that you miss things, but that you are very intentional about what steps you take to help you align what you believe your purpose is with your priorities and where you ultimately want to go. And that was really the process that I attempted to undertake. And I think what I would say is it took me maybe a little bit longer. As most things, when you're going to make a major pivot, that are a major change, they tend to take you a little longer than you think. Um, And so giving myself the permission to have a plan, but not hold so tightly to the plan that I miss out on opportunities. And also that I am open to, you know, I didn't know Jen when I started this pivot. I was well into my sabbatical year when I, when actually Michelle was the one that introduced me to Jennifer. So, you know, being open to those divine appointments and those people that cross your path and being so willing to learn and to give 
and not just be expectant of what can they do for me, but what can I do for them? That has really been a huge um, blessing and has probably been the most valuable part of navigating a major, major change is to just remain open to the possibilities, to be looking for opportunities and not be so myopically focused that you miss some really great things on the, on the way um, and enjoying the present. You know, don't get so far ahead of yourself that you miss the present. And, and that as a type A person, I've been very guilty of eye on the prize, eye on the prize. And that, you know, sometimes we miss the prizes right in front of us. So well said. And I know in our last episode together, you were talking about the reframe of work from home to say it again. How would, how do you frame so it? Instead of working from home, you're living at work. Living at work. Yeah. So yeah. How do you ensure that you build time in to enjoy the present and that you're not overworking or, you know, trying to really keep things moving? So, you know, a year off, a sabbatical, a sabbatical year as a remotepreneur, growing their business, leading a startup, any lessons that you want to share beyond what you've already shared with our listener? I think it's important to continue to invest in yourself and pay attention to your strengths, pay attention to um, finding good mentors and people that you can look to to help give you an honest assessment of the progress you're making. And so, you know, things like your learning and design lab was helpful to be able to have exterior voices. You know, I, I really leaned into it was during that time that I got all of my coaching certifications. And so that was hugely beneficial. And my fellow coaches, many of whom I still coach with today were, you know, that was critical to helping me really get clear about where I was and what I wanted. And that ultimately led me to decide that while I still have my coaching practice and pivot point professionals, it's not 40 plus hours a week for me. It is more I'm selecting the the clients that I take on. Um, And it led me to explore, you know, other career opportunities, which ultimately led me to the nonprofit sector. Um, And that was really through conversations and hard conversations sometimes from my trusted advisors, my closest friends, my, you know, dear coaches who really asked thought-provoking questions and led me through a part of, uh, through a process of personal discovery because no one's pathway is the same. And just because, you know, someone else is doing something doesn't mean that's what you need to be doing too. And so we can get really caught up in paying attention to what everybody else is doing and trying to emulate that when it, if it's not true to who you are and what your gifts are or where your heart is, you're going to have a really hard time. Yeah. I'm hearing all this. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got to jump in here, but just (laughs) that's why we call this remote pathways, right? Like as I sat down last summer to write, it was like, there's not just one remote path, right? It's a series of pathways and we may choose at different points of the journey to jump off. Like what I love about your story is you're taking us from like the landscape of the remotepreneur into the landscape of now the executive in a nonprofit world. And you still have days, I'm sure, where you are wearing the remotepreneur hat. And it, this world allows us to be very fluid. So Michelle, I cut you off there. What were you going to say? Yeah, here's such a theme, right? So we, we understood the pivot, but now I think 
I just heard the pivot point, right? And of course, it's the professional. So you were on this path. The one that you're describing is intentional, right? That you're looking, you're seeking for that professional fit. But the pivot point I hear is much like navigation, GPS, but it's happening internally. You're you're holding the external with an open hand, but you're tuning in to your heart and your values and what I really want. Um, And so that also enables you to be very fully present with the people in your life. So beautiful description. Just thank you for that gift, that roadmap, so to speak, right? Um, Of the internal remote pathway. Yeah. And that's harder for people. I won't say that I learned that overnight. You know, that has been a period of evolution. You know, I really got this restlessness in about 2016. And, you know, so it was, it was a year or so in the making, but I think what it has really taught me is I no longer have immense fear about the unknown, you know, because I was able to navigate that. And because I really did hold sort of my compass of what was priority for me and alignment of where I felt like I was being led and called and what my gifts were and the people that were crossing my path. And, you know, sometimes I would meet someone and be like, this is going to be the relationship or this is going to be the collaboration opportunity. And it falls apart. And I think there's a great comfort because I've I've had some of those things happen where I put too much expectation on something and it didn't materialize. But yet I I saw that it didn't materialize because there was something even greater or even more aligned down the path. And if I had stopped there, I might have missed the the bigger opportunity. So I no longer have nearly as much fear of, of that unknown because I really do believe that everything kind of works out the way it's supposed to. If you have enough courage to keep going. And if you have enough courage to be open-minded to opportunities to, you know, we're living kind of in that gig economy. And so, you know, gone are the days where, I won't say gone, but it's becoming much more socially acceptable and much more commonplace for people to have kind of multiple income streams, multiple projects they're working on, multiple organizations that they work within. And for me, I'm a lover of diversity and variety. And so that is super exciting because it means that I no longer have to just define myself in one way, that I get to be who I am in total. And that gives me great opportunities to do really interesting things. I hear passion right there, like in everything (laughs) that you just said. And Jen, I can't even imagine what you're thinking right now because this perspective, this is your heart. This is this is remote pathways coming to life, right? It's just like, <laughs> you got to be freaking yes. out in some way, in an awesome way, right? Like, oh, it's got to bring such joy to your heart. Well, I think, Kristen, you know, again, you've you brought such an important perspective and, and key messages that, you know, whether we, whatever stage of our career we're at and whether we are in a moment where we're on, you know, multiple tracks or multiple pathways or one pathway where we get to like build it all in the different areas, like we can really define with, you know, certainly like this, this whole year of 2020 has been a redefinition for Mm -hmm. all of us as seasoned remote workers and newer remote workers. Like, what is the work you want to do? Where are you being called forward? What are the pieces you may need to be letting go of? Um, you know, to your intentional pivot, like even if for someone like me working in a remote space with different hats for 30 years and in this business for 16, there have been pieces that we've let go of this year that just did no longer serve or we were not best placed so that we could serve in other areas. So 
really thinking through how do we how do we look to continue to grow, learn, collaborate, and keep moving? You know that that whole piece around we don't know if something's going to work or not, but not being fearful that it's not going to work. Just like yeah. keep going. And I think the other thing too is pivoting away from something doesn't mean that something was bad. No. So, you know, like you mentioned that you had parts of your business that just don't, you know, no longer feel like they have a place with where you are. And it's okay to say, I did this for a time. I honor it. I learned from it, but it's no longer serving me or it's no longer where I'm supposed to be directing my energy. And there's no shame in saying it's time to set that aside or it's time to say goodbye or it's time to close that chapter. And I think I wish that more people had the courage because a lot of us stay too long, right? We stay stuck too long or we stay somewhere in a job environment that's toxic or doing work that is kind of draining us um, because we're afraid to explore because it's safe and it's always the devil you know versus the devil you don't. And, And I think, you know, this journey has really taught me that you know, look at look at the worst case scenario and then look at the likelihood of that actually happening. It's probably pretty low. And so when you think about doing, I come out of a background of corporate risk management too. So you can take the girl out of risk management, but you can never really take <laughs> risk management out of the girl. <laughs> I hear um, the mitigation and that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, so I don't mean to I don't mean to lead people astray to think that I just up and walked in one day and quit my job. It was a two-year planning process and it was all the things you would think you would need to do around financials and, you know, can I really afford to do this? And, And I was very fortunate and very blessed that I, you know, I really prayerfully discerned when the timing was right to do this. So I am not suggesting that people run out and quit your jobs, but I'm also suggesting that is there something that's been tugging on you that you've just kind of been pushing away because you don't want to stare it in the face and you don't want to confront how you really feel. Or for some of those who may be listening that have been forced into a furlough or forced into being let go from their jobs due to the economic impacts from the pandemic, you know, it's hard and you should grieve that and you should feel all the emotions. But at the same time, there could be a silver lining in that. And it could be just the nudge you needed to go explore the thing that's really been tugging on your heart for some time. Yeah. Well, 2020, certainly, I think for all of us, it's going to be the year that there were lots of nudges on lots of levels. Some that opened doors, some doors were closed. You know, the grieving, the sadness, the loss that we've all experienced across borders. Um, And also just, you know, just the the human spirit of, you know, let's keep going. So thank you, Kristen, for coming back and joining us. If you haven't listened to Kristen's first episode with us, which was all about her work in the not-for-profit world, the voluntary sector, you got to check that one out. And as always, Michelle, I'm going to leave final words with you. How do you want to wrap this up today? Now you can hear why I wanted you to hear from Kristen. She's a mighty encourager and you're just inspired after your time with her. We met way back when at a physical table. And now we get to continue the conversation at the virtual table. So thank you for today. We're going to wrap things up and uh, just say, we'll see you again soon on the remote road. Take care.